Chapter 20 Pantalika Three months have floated away on the ocean of time. As one would expect, Bray and Matt have gotten quite close. On the coast of Portugal, in the Estremadura province, they visited a quaint restaurant named after its inspiration, Saramago. While there, they enjoyed feoada con mochela y arroz. A long-simmered stew, it contains blood sausage, fresh pork, carrots, kidney beans, cabbage, and tomatoes, all served with, not over, white rice. Determined to take in some history, they visited the town of Nacor in Rif, Morocco. While there, they both ran into Matt's friends, Jane and Maria. The twins took Matt and Bray to the 65th annual Andalusian Music Festival. Bray got the tattoo of Id on her right wrist. Matt got one on his left wrist of an infinity symbol with a star at the center. In Italy, they traveled up the Anapo River. Docking at the Calcinata, they explored the necropolis of Pantalica. Matt couldn't get over the fact that there were around 4,000 tombs at the site. Before they left, they visited the Grotta dei Pipistrelli and listened to the bats gestate. It took all of their collective strength not to take pictures. After landing in Alexandria, Bray and Matt reserve a room at a local Motel 6. They decide to watch BBC One to catch up on current events, partly because their temple taps are out of range, mostly because they're Anglophiles. As they activate the wall screen, a daytime talk show was coming to a close. The show's title, All Tope, was emblazoned on the bottom right of the screen. A daily, hour-long show, a single guest, usually with a solvable problem, lays down and confesses their troubles to the host, Dr. John Tope. The more detailed the story, the higher the prize value duration. The viewing audience votes to determine the payout, all in the form of vacations and cruises. Welcome back, greets Dr. Tope in a French accent. I want to thank Ibsen Vale for sharing with me, with you, at home. With all of us. I believe that trip to Tiananmen Square is well deserved, don't you? Bray and Matt look at each other. We are a lot of conversations around on this show. Last week, a woman confessed to dreaming of being a giant ice cream cone, denying all vanilla scoops in favor of a strawberry sundae. Her solution... Be the topping on the dessert of life. Yesterday, a little boy confessed to hating music. Can you believe it? I still can't. And today, we had Ibsen Vale, a man who claimed to have figured out personal time travel, only to get stuck in an era he'd never want to be in. Thank the stars, he found a way back. On the screen, a floor light's wheels rattle as it's pushed across the foreground. We could all stand to learn a thing or two from our guests each and every day. But you all know that already, don't you? Until tomorrow, he smiles before continuing. Happy Rishabha the Eighth to our glorious colonists in the Arisa Simons. Happy Rishabha the Eighth 
to our glorious colonists in the Ossiamons. Shooting reverse bunny ears at the camera, Dr. Tope signs off. Love and peace. Abruptly, a commercial for the international news ramps up. Jude Mendez, your trustworthy lead anchor. Aida Duncan, monitoring the weather drone network and giving you second-by-second -second forecasts. Rob Stone, international field reporter, bringing you the latest person of interest stories. Connect to the EST News Network, because any story can be the greatest story. Brave looks at Matt. They really need it over here, don't they? She says, under a laugh. I think you can get that channel in North America, Matt begins, before being interrupted by another commercial. Bray and Matt then get the revelation of a lifetime. A man, woman, and their two kids are having a typical Friday night meal of takeout. This time, it's pizza. I want two slices, the son cries out. I want two slices, echoes the daughter. Eat one, and then see if you want another, declares the mother. Bye, starts the daughter. Listen to your mother, the father calmly demands. Next, the son is seen watching TV, staring, mesmerized, and happy. Only, unbeknownst to him, he's seen from Bray and Matt's point of view. Next, the father is seen scrubbing himself down in the shower. He's singing into the shower head, not realizing that it, too, has a camera in it. Put a spell on you because the screen cuts to each of the four family members in their respective bedrooms, drifting off to sleep. A heretofore unheard voice speaks over their slumbering. Thanks to the UN and the remaining first world countries, I'm proud to present ultimate reality. A man no older than 37, steps into frame and continues speaking. Hello, my name is President Jim West. I am the elected King and General of North America, defender of the inner solar system in name only, born and raised in Chicago, I am one-third augmented, by way of a thrice-replaced liver, a reinforced aluminum ribcage, synthetic polymer fluid joints, and a reconditioned gastrointestinal system. I've made myself ready to represent the best of us all. America is for Americans. Let's try and keep it that way. AMTV, the greatest thing since the invention of fire. Stunned, Matt sits, mouth agape, trying to piece it together. Do you think the rep gave us all that information in Canada is anything to do with that pirate radio station? Matt asks. You mean the satellite between Mars and Jupiter? Bray answers with a question. Yeah, Matt assumes. The host never acknowledged this whole AMTV thing. Is he in on this reality show thing? How can we trust these people? I think he's out there doing his own thing. She responds after taking a moment. Last time I heard... He could only transmit broadcasts. He couldn't receive them. Instantly. Even though it shouldn't have been able to happen, both of their temple taps alert them 
of an incoming message. Brain Matt sits stark still, eyes closed. This is an emergency broadcast, states the automated message. Please hold for further instructions. Without warning, Matt and Bray's motor functions shut down. Against their will, they fall down to the floor and sit, cross-legged.